you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Yes, indeed, this is Unsealed, the official podcast of Wings of the Eagle. I'm Christopher Manta, your host, and your brother in Christ, I hope. That's the most important thing we want to get out of these sessions is, uh, are you on Team Jesus or what? Okay, now is the time. Today is the day of salvation, regardless of what we talk about on podcasts or whatever. We're bringing the gospel to our neighbors. Are we ourselves born again? Um, that's the ultimate, right? No matter what else we discuss. Uh, so I welcome you back. Please share this video right now. Just hit the share button on YouTube or Facebook, however you're watching this. Maybe even on the End Time Church app you're watching this, which is tremendous. Uh, or Twitter X, whatever. Please just do that. That would be very helpful for me. Thank you. And if this blesses you, please continue. Make sure we continue. And that is to give what you can at wingsoftheeagle.com slash donate. And uh, please do say hello, ring in wherever you're from right now. Just chat right there on the video. If you have any question, comment, concern, etc., I'd be happy to discuss it with you. And as you see at the bottom of the screen here, uh, for those who are watching on video, uh, the audio version, I'm going to tell you what it says. Uh, are you a Christian who has seen a UFO or other unexplainable thing? I want to know about it. Let me know at Unsealed Podcast. Dot com at the bottom of that page there is a form you fill out just asking for your name and your email and so i can get with you and comment what have you seen uh it's just a uh, a place where you can feel secure and and you're not going to be ridiculed and um and yeah so a pastor will listen to you okay a fellow christian will not mock uh or dismiss or say you have a demon or whatever um, it's just a place for you to tell somebody. Okay. And if you want to hear back and, uh, whatever we can do that, but use the, the form there. I think it was important after last week, I related my personal, um, limited, very limited, short experience that I had, but uh, I want you to be from going forward, a place where you can tell a fellow believer that's important. And that's why the more we look into these things, um, there's a temptation that is put out there constantly to, of course, veer you away from the truth, from Jesus himself, and that is to generically just get bogged down and obsessed with, and that's kind of my personality, so I'm aware of that temptation, um, to get obsessed with different things that will drive you away from the Bible, drive away from prayer away from other, you know, community with other Christians, all, of course, is what the devil wants. 
and uh, what your flesh might want, but it's not what God wants. So this topic definitely invites that sometimes. Um, silence phone. Anyways, um, and there's a you can't go very far without running into what we're going to talk about today, which is Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. Some of you folks maybe, and I know one of my dear friends for sure, is totally, totally into this uh, side of things. I was leery. Because if you read one of the books that we recommended uh, several weeks ago that you read, uh, just came out, uh, just a new update just came out last month to it. But it's a very recent book called In Plain Sight by Ross Coulthart. Um I think I recommend you start with that because it's very journalistic. You know, Ross is a just an old school investigative journalist guy um, from Australia, but he's built up a lot of serious people, contacts, um, and history. It's a great history book, in my opinion, on this thing. <clears throat> and he started to in the meat of the book. It's he can't really avoid it. He kind of says this himself. Um, with this looking into these types of things and you can't escape that it's not, it's not just about weird things flying in the sky. Like what we call UFOs or UAPs now, whatever. Um, that's what it, right. It's not just about stuff flying around that we can't comprehend or, or understand how they work or maybe they're, you know, going to crash into our planes and maybe we're shooting at them, which we have, by the way. Um, it's not just that. It's other things have always, are always, not always, oftentimes associated with it, which is the weirder, you know, we as a, a Western society, we grow up, we see what, we believe what we can see. Right, we're about the scientific method, and um, and you know, give me data, give me evidence, let me see something, let me study that. How does that work? How do these? How does the tic tac um, vehicle fly? What is it doing? Like figuring out that stuff, like the physics of it, the propulsion of it, the you know the how does it work? Who's driving it? Basically, right? Who's behind it? Who's is it a drone? Is it does are, are there people or things in it or what's going on um and so if the human reaction especially the western you know reaction of 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 dismissing when you say when i say spiritual explanations i don't mean immaterial explanations i'm talking about ex, you know things you can't see working behind the scenes now this is Biblical, this is New Testament and Old Testament all the way, right? This is an unseen world. Jesus even is, you know, where is it, Colossians? This is he created everything unseen. So it's, a, it's just a given that there is such a thing that we humans can't see, but it's real. And he's not talking about, you know, I mean, you could say he's talking about gravity or whatever, but this is principalities and powers and other beings and uh, uh, and the way the world is uh, operates are, are are invisible. That's says a lot right there. Anyway, 
Um, so again, the the uh, very you know modern, you know Western mind says, well, if I see something <clears throat> flying in the air that I can't explain, and this goes back a hundred years, two hundred, you know, a long, long, long history of this. People seeing stuff in the sky that we didn't invent yet. Um, the you know the first impression may be, wow, this must be some some visitor from somewhere else who has technology that we don't and therefore is from another planet and they have their own planet and they have their own stuff and they fly around on their own things and that's kind of been the you know the the default understanding and even people who look into this stuff or have experiences with it's kind of like the assumption well they must be from another planet somehow some way right anyway then you get to this okay fine whatever um, I wouldn't say we know that for, at all, but but it's not just stuff, ships and stuff, crafts um, flying around in the air and in the water and in space, going wherever they want to is the is the point, right? We see them. Uh, astronauts have seen them on moon missions. Um, you know, going up in rockets again. Now we're seeing them under the oceans, and of course in the low level. Um, skies where people can see them from the ground but it's not just that there's something else uh another aspect that's always again so often accompanies it and again uh you know read ross coltart's book you can read um several things but what we talked about a couple weeks ago was called skinwalkers at the pentagon now that specifically was about a a um Again, a historical record of this team that went to this place called Skinwalker Ranch and got government funding, millions of dollars, to to study the phenomenon that happens there because it was it was well documented before government contract was ever signed that this was a place where lots of crazy stuff was happening. And yeah, UFOs were part of it. UAPs were in the skies, but a lot of other stuff was happening. And so, you know, as I'm as as I'm reading, you know, through I'm trying to get a historical narrative. I'm trying to get a, a wider view of what's happening. You know, military engagements. You know, official government stuff. Like, you know, real gr- grounded um, incidents and things like that. Versus, I you know, I heard someone who saw this, or I didn't get a picture. Like, real real ground level stuff, but then you still often this other stuff will still come up. What I mean by other stuff is what you would call psychic phenomenon or, or creatures, uh, portals in the sky or in the air. Um, like X files all the way, right? Like weird. They call it a high. It even is a term, I guess now high strangeness. High strange. Well, that was strange. Oh, that was weird. Well, no, wait a minute. This is really weird because things are moving. It's like ghosts, poltergeists, uh, you know, sounds, electro way, you know, like at um um radiation, people getting radiation burns, um animals being mutilated in the broad daylight creatures that you can't describe like six feet tall wolves walking around i mean like crazy crazy like i know 
Well, many of my brothers right now, my Christian friends are probably like, well, dude, what is, what is going on? Like, where is this guy going? Uh, is he lost? Like, should we pray for this? Well, yeah, you should pray for me, but, and I'll pray for you, but like, um, this is a place that is part of this story now. Because for whatever reason, this place in Utah called Skinwalker Ranch is just very um, routinely and and obviously like on video and on sensors and on, things are happening all the time that just keep popping up. And maybe it's going to turn into something and maybe it's a, a base of something or other. Maybe it's a, some kind of um, place to gather uh, the 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 between dimensions or whatever maybe the aliens visit there maybe something underground is going on like but all those things could be based on this area okay so there's been books written about it there was one by people who are actually there the skinwalkers at the pentagon was a follow-up to that kind of revealing the government connections to the funding of it and what they studied um were given permission by the u.s taxpayer to study Go, uh, go read it, man. You have to. Um, and it was all this stuff. It was all this. And before that, Colm Kelleher, I think, wrote the book. Before that, he was actually on site. This is where you get into this guy called Robert Bigelow. He's a billionaire who doesn't give a darn um, about what people think about him. So he, he says the two biggest issues in, the, in life to him are UFOs, this phenomenon, and life after death. And he has come away convinced that they are related. Other people have said the same thing. Whitley Strieber, uh, if you know him, he wrote the book Communion in the 80s. And if you've seen the film, he's written many, many things. But um, he has a new book called Them, which he t takes great pains to, even though that, that iconic alien face right that that long the huge eyes and the kind of triangular face looking thing with the skinny body that whole thing was made was invented because of what he thought he saw in you know when he experienced something he would say he said he was abducted and whatnot anyway the first time it was ever really drawn out was for the cover of his book um and it kind of triggered something in readers or in you know the population um so anyway, but he goes to great lengths in his in the them book, which he just wrote, to to not say that they're from space. Like it's bigger than that. And so if we're serious about getting to the truth of this, we have to incorporate all these different things. I see your questions, guys. I'm gonna get there in a second. Um but again, I'm still in like absorb, absorb the information. Um, I've been behind. I kind of left it behind. Now I'm trying to reacquire and all the stuff that's happening now at the government level. And so something's definitely going on. Um, and why are we so nervous about admitting what we know, you know, from again, the government side and technologies and what's the big deal? Um, does it have to do with religion? Does it have to do with conservative Christians who are in the government who don't want this to come out because they think it's all demonic and somehow that 
they think they'd be complicit or something. I'm not sure even how that all works in their mind, but um, could that have something to do with it? Um, so anyways, we got to take, apparently we got to take this all into account. So they, what I've been, again, in my absorption time, um, they made a, they're still, I think, making it. It's a series called Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch that was on the History Channel. And they've had four years of it now. So I'm just catching up. If you've seen, if you're caught up on this series, don't, I mean, I don't care. You can say what you want, but I'm only in season two right now. Um, and it's kind of weird and, and clunky because they want to make it into a reality show vibe. So some of the dialogue is forced and um, stuff like that. But they show you experiments basically that they're doing actual with meters and it's not made up. They're not actors. Um, it's the real place and the real people. You see, you see stuff on camera and you see, you know, burns on people and you see shapes and you see UFOs on camera and you see, um, you hear growls of, of something in the background, like, and on, and I'm only in season, halfway through season two. So who knows? Uh, what they're going to show but the point is like it's it's still going on it's it's ongoing it's a place for whatever reason um that's very active and all these things are connected when they tried to they're doing experiments in the in the air and they're shooting little rockets out to get measurements because they think radiation is coming from above them they've measured it so they're like what the heck is it let's go send a balloon and the balloon disappears literally disappears it's gone equipment's dead there's nothing there's no readings so they send up a rocket instead of a balloon and the, as soon as they send up the rocket a ufo appears in the sky no doubt i mean it's it's on camera so like okay <laughs> so what does a ufo up there have to do with radiation on the ground and and crazy like a cistern full of radiation uh in a in an old homestead and and a and a house with a secret um, compartment downstairs that all sealed off in concrete, and there's 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 leftover like ashes and bones in it. It's like total horror movie stuff, and and you get to again different um, documentation from real scientific like scientists, not like people who yeah, there are people who live there who've said a lot, and there's stories, and there's newspaper articles, and there's dead cows, and there's like body parts missing and like, okay, now we got scientists there measuring things and experiencing things and saying they see creatures come out of portals in this <laughs> and these, and, and they're seeing it and there have, you know, experience like what you would call ghost experiences there and, and figures and shadows and orbs and you name it. And it's all for whatever reason, it's all coming, you know, um, these are all together. And, um, that's a lot that's a lot more complex than an object in the sky that we think is from another galaxy or we've been led to believe or we just ex that's the easiest way to process it we the fact that it seems like it really seems like um it's not aliens from another anywhere okay 
and I'm not I, I right from the beginning these last couple of months now doing these podcasts I really want to hopefully you all are are around for the you know sticking to the the plan here which is don't assume anything don't assume it's demons don't assume it's aliens don't assume what well, whatever we got to really if we're serious about being Bereans and being Christians who can witness to whatever's coming and stay faithful and to provide the the love of God in this, then we've got to be serious and, and admit that we could be wrong about what we believe. This isn't the gospel. This is weird stuff. Okay. Um, do I want to touch on anything else about... I? I think you should watch the show. It's it's well done. Again, it's it's like not the it's not really it's not a documentary, but that's kind of what they're doing. Um so I'll give you my theory up till now, not a theory, just a thought. Um what we might be dealing with, but let's get to some comments. And by the way, there's been stuff again that we just I just too much for me to mention like the the border patrol what is that two weeks ago or or maybe a week i don't know several days ago released their videos of uaps in i think it was like around puerto rico and like the mexican border area and stuff and it's just like the navy tic tac stuff it's not going away and it's not made up have you heard about the area in alaska that reports lots of you UAPs, I think, not USPS and disappearance. Yeah, not the post office. A lot of things do disappear at the post office, actually, Bon Servant. That's a mystery that will never be solved. Um I don't write this second recall. Somebody can help me if they know uh what Bon Servant is referring to. Um, she says, I have maybe a controversial idea held for some time now. Oh, those are my favorites. I said before, a breach of the heavens, but I also suspect our space is under quarantine, if you will. Not aliens from other galaxies. Right, but I think you're on my wavelength there. I suspect we are in a supernatural war now, entering our space-time continuum, i.e. what we are seeing. Uh, could be. And it would be, she says, it would be make it more convincing if bodies and craft are available, if that's true. In other words, more convincing as if, as in it's not real and it's just made up to go along with what we already think or are you saying it's because they actually use things to like there is a war and there are crafts that they use and there are bodies of the participants in the war um if they are aliens if it was aliens why are they so elusive does it make sense yeah jacques valet valet if you know who he is for decades now has been saying that um he takes he took the issue very serious he does take it very seriously but he very quickly like in a couple of years after you know going around and studying these cases and phenomenon is that it doesn't make any sense that there actually is an alien situation 
and he's not a Christian as far as I know, and he's not coming at it from that point of view. He's just like, it just doesn't, just doesn't compute, you know, um, they've done, there's more than enough. It's way overkill. If, if aliens are just coming to, to scope out the earth and go away or, you know, study us or something, um, it's more, it's more than enough already. They don't ever need to come back. Uh, or do what they're going to do already. And then the bodies that you see, you know, normally it's are not suited to space travel. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't compute. Back to quarantine. I suspect since the fall, God placed a boundary. Uh, you mean a dimensional boundary? When you say space. Do you mean like from my face to my hand space? You know, like that. What do you mean outer space? Um. Hey, Jeremy, I see a new, new uh, commenter, Jeremy Kerr. What's up, dude? On Facebook, it says the rapture has demonic roots. Not talking about the rapture today, brother. <laughs> Let's do that another time. In fact, we just preached on it at End Time Church this past Monday. Go. Check that out and share that one because I think we probably would agree on a lot of it. Um, can anything get through the firmament? What's that? I mean, I, yeah, I hear it again. I know that when we started doing these podcasts a couple months ago on this topic, um, this is one of the first things we want to be sure that we're we're aware of, which is, that Christians don't do well with new information. We just don't. Uh, any new technology that comes out, we think it's the mark of the beast. Anytime there's something unexplainable, we think it's demons. Every time, right? It's happened in my lifetime. It's happened like over and over and over. And so we got to be smart. We got to admit that we're wrong. We got to admit that we don't know it all. Uh, that we've got some studying to do and maybe God is going to, he hasn't told us boo about some of this stuff and that's okay. Um, so the quarantine idea. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, the firmament thing is like, I've heard that before. We're like, that's people used to say that to say we couldn't go to the moon or that we can't send satellites out or that we can't, right to orbit the earth or we can't send rockets out to explore mars or anywhere else because of the firmament well obviously that's not true yes god will allow things to get through the firmament if if what is the firmament if it's a physical barrier or is it a dimensional barrier so is the physical one is either it's wrong it's it's not or it's something uh, we don't have a handle on um i was i'm gonna get back to t-rex uh in a second here jeremy i just want to follow up it says i was stuck on the radiation belt i can't get the van allen belt but now the ferment is something new to me yeah, we we've gone way past all that i mean it's not a it's not made up 
we have rockets, we have telescopes, we have rovers on the moon, on Mars. We're sending probes, you know, decades ago, years and years ago, de- probes, you know, to Jupiter and Saturn and Galileo and all that stuff is true. It's not false. There's not, there's no reason why it's false. It's not anti-Bible, right? Okay, back to um, Skinwalker Ranch, and then I'm going to give my thoughts so far on what I've seen. It has been said that the show is redeeming the History Channel. Fugle made sure, Brandon Fugle, this is the guy who owns Skinwalker Ranch currently. He bought it from this, uh, from Robert Bigelow, who the billionaire guy I mentioned earlier. He bought it from him in uh, 2016, I think it was. It has been said the show is redeeming History Channel. Fugle made sure none of the scientific experimentation, etc., could be faked or altered. Yeah, be, that's right. History Channel had to sign a contract with Fugle that he drew up, refusing to embellish anything. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Because he, uh, you would think, right? Your channels want to make things look way better than they are, right? To get viewers. And Fugel is like, wait a minute, I already know what has happened here before. You know, he lives, he's a native. And um, he's like, I know all the stories. I don't need to make up anything, right? If it's if it's real true and Bigelow's guys were there for years studying and getting these results, there's no reason to embellish anything. So let's just do it, do it real. Um, so watch the show if you can. It's again, History Channel has. If you had that nowadays, there's streaming and you need accounts or subscriptions and whatever. I've, I've gotten the two two seasons for free so far, so we'll see how far it gets. Uh, makes sense why we're not able to colonize, say, the moon since we can only get so far. I don't know. I don't know that that's true. We've got permanent. I mean, there's stuff on the moon from us right now. The South South Africa. Do they go there too? China. Russia wants to go to the moon, but remember they crashed because <laughs> they their stuff stinks. Um, the technology, I mean. Uh, but China landed on the South Pole of the moon this summer, recently, uh, and is planning on staying there. Thank you very much. For something, it's got to be militaristic the way they are right now. Certainly not for exploration. Um, but I think the the moon is gonna. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's any to right now, unless I'm really ignorant. Uh, I don't think there's any border there at all. We can go there as much as we want. It seems. Doesn't mean we're not being monitored. In fact, again, some of these astronauts who've, who've been up there and been to the moon have said, yeah, we were followed by UFOs. Um, so, again, okay, let's say that's true then. You're, we're being monitored, and when we go to the moon, somebody's watching us. Other than God, of course, you can see everything, but actual, there are, there are other crafts going along watching what they're doing. Who is sending those? Why would the devil care? For example, if those are demonic, if those are from Satan, why would he care if we go to the moon? And why watch us at all? Well, maybe they're gods. Crafts. Why would God need a craft? I don't know. How do angels get around? We, in the Bible, we don't see, we, we just, other than Ezekiel, 
transportation, right? We see, well, uh, Elijah had transportation. It was a vehicle, something that came from heavenly dimension, okay, if you will, to earth, and he left in it. So something is needed. Uh, other, other, other than that, angels kind of, it doesn't really mention, they just show up, they just aren't, they just show up and then they just stop being mentioned. So how do they, do they just appear and disappear? Are they traveling on something? Like who's to say it isn't God's um, army in those UFOs? Why not? Bond Turbine says, thinking Babylon when God stopped them from building. Okay, yeah, I, I got you there. <clears throat> Clearly, the fallen sons sons of God must have had supercharged humanity beyond just the rejection of God. Yeah, well, we I think I know what you mean. They, they did, right? Um, especially if you take into account, I mean, Genesis 6, we know that happened, and um, they had a plan to do, I mean, a reason to do that. And it would go beyond just rejection of God, even back to the garden. You'll, you'll be like God, um, like the Tower of Babel. But I think uh, Heiser talks about that tower as well. It's not, I mean, it wasn't that very, it might have been the biggest, tallest building in the world at that time, but they were not close to the stratosphere. or You know what I mean? Like, um, I think there was more to that. I don't think it was about how tall it was. When you say to the heavens, even right, I think Heiser talks about this. It's like more like a, a temple or something to, uh, I don't know, a doorway, a a gate, a, a portal type of situation. One article is the Alaskan Triangle. Okay, so you want to look that up. Oh, India. Oh, no. India did not crash, Jeremy. India landed. Russia crashed. India did not crash. What do you mean the radiation? Trust me, bro. There is no nothing stopping us from going up there. It's It's true. I mean, don't trust me. Who am I? But there's no reason to say it didn't happen. Our understanding of the Bible sometimes is false. Yes, human beings have been up in space and on the moon. And if we can get you know, our technology to advance to a point where we can put people on Mars, we're going to do that. That's just what we do. I think, I think God put that in us. Be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth. Well, we're not being really faithful to that specifically, but there's still something intrinsic in being a creation, uh, you know, being God's image to create and to go and to subdue lands and stuff like that, right? So I don't think it's evil or or demonic or anything to want to go to, to have the desire to go and, and search the, the stars and other planets and stuff uh mystery of the alaska triangle uh theories the strange disappearance of twenty thousand people in 50 years what that sounds that can't be that can't be right 
that's a lot of people. Um, there's got to be some embellishment in there. Stargate. Yeah. Yeah, remember they tried to build a build a gate to another place. See, and this is the thing, guys. If we're talking, and I'm going to give you my view now, I guess. If if we're talking about portals, gateways, interdimensional travel, basically, or wormholes, okay, if you want to use the Einsteinian terminology, um, a wormhole is, if you don't know, it's shortcut. A shortcut. You can go from, for example, from the United States to China instantly through that um, theory or that explanation. You don't actually have to go the distance. You're creating a shortcut in between two points. That sounds like teleportation. Yeah, it does. Uh, but it's mathematically possible. I mean, like we they've we've borne it out. We can see it's possible. We don't know how to accomplish it through the technology we have, but maybe others do have that technology. And if if let's say for sake of argument, again, I'm not saying I believe this, but let's say for sake of argument, it's a it's a, an alien race from a thousand light years away, whatever. Um but they're not actually traveling across space. They're actually using wormholes. That means they can go from their front door on planet X to my front door instantly. You don't need to fly through space. I mean, technically you are, but it's boom. It's like that. There's no reason to be in the sky. There's no reason to be in orbit, for example, right? So uh, let me just uh, touch on one other thing here that Jeremy is saying, and I want to push back a little bit. He says, everything is man-made or UFO, just is not known to the public. That's not what our government is saying now, Jeremy. Our government is officially admitting there are things flying around that they don't know and is not theirs. Military is so many things we don't know about. Yes, but not everything is theirs. Um, so you, we've got to, uh, Jeremy, I encourage you to do more reading on this. Read Ross Coulthard's book to start. It's called In Plain Sight. Um, it'll, it'll prove to you that the things that are happening are not the U.S. military. Um, yeah. Okay, so what we have to do if we're taking all these things into an account, and what's the Skinwalker, why do they call it? First of all, it's another horror movie name if I ever heard one. Skinwalker Ranch? Ooh. Uh... It's a place in Utah. It used to be the property of the Ute 
Native American tribes. There were conflicts between the Utes and the Navajo peoples um, over the centuries. And the name comes from, I think it was the Navajo, if I got my story right. There was an incident where they had bad blood and bad treatment between the tribes and where they weren't getting along. So somebody they cursed that place. Uh, story goes, okay, I'm not saying I believe this. The story goes they cursed it and with what they call skinwalkers. In other words, people, humans that would put on animal skins and walk around, but in like a supernatural way, like beyond somebody putting on a, a suit. Um, and so that's where the name comes from. And, you know, it persists. One of the things, not definitely not the only thing, but that is seen and recorded there. Um, but one of the things is giant animals. I mean, really big, like dogs and wolves and walking on two legs, attacking other animals, um, snarling at people, chasing away things. Uh, so, like, that's part of it i don't know why but that's part of the ranch experience and that's where they get the name and that's why the name is stuck um but again if we're again just watching the show reading up about it what bigelow did there what um you know the past 20 years 25 years has been you know when they started documenting this stuff it's super bizarre like portals yeah Portals are there and UFOs, yes, and radiation, yes, and creatures, yes, and poltergeists, okay, and shadow figures. And I mean, you it's all there. And like all this stuff, it's not you can't unfortunately we can't um say, well, the UFO thing is this, and then all the rest of it's made up. And it's just sci-fi. Apparently it's not. So we got to rectify that whole thing. So my right now, and it could change, it could evolve. Um, the information that I can put together from what I can tell, um, I've you know the David Grush claims the um, what the government has admitted is already there. The what could it be if it's real? What we know from the Bible, of course. Uh, the fact that the military has had many, many, many encounters, including intrusions on nuclear missile sites, turning missiles on, turning missiles off. This is not us human beings um, messing with ourselves. So there was, to me, it's more like a, what you would call interdimensional situation. <laughs> That's a trademark um and what if we're not talking about extraterrestrials that's like the big thing or ets extraterrestrials the nasa briefing a couple weeks ago said we have no evidence of extraterrestrial attachment to ufos or uaps okay what if they're not extraterrestrial what if they're crypto terrestrials that's what science would call crypto terrestrial what's that in other words, another form of life, humanoid, but not human, on Earth. 
before mankind. And since they were here before, and maybe they look a little, a lot like these creatures that you're popularized as an alien, and they're actually from the earth. Um, maybe they have bodies and die just like we do. Uh, maybe they though have access to other places in the world around us that we don't or that we can't understand. So we don't know how to get there like these other dimensions. Maybe when you travel, you need vehicles, maybe what, and, but it doesn't mean they're from another planet uh, or you need some kind of technology to get from here to there. Maybe you can open up portals and travel up around. Maybe you can live underground. Maybe you can live in the ocean. Maybe you can uh, hide in plain sight. Um, throw on a ball cap. Um, right. So this, to me, this makes more sense. Um, and again, not, not dismissing, but also trying to think beyond just angels and fallen angels and good angels. And that's all there is. Um, just we got to think a little bigger, right? Cause maybe, maybe we're talking, you know, we know they made life forms, right? The Nephilim, right? They made other things that were not human, but human like they were giants, not small but they weren't wiped out by the flood even though that was the point of the flood right and moses and and joshua and all they still were dealing with their descendants their families these at least partially um non-human humanoids and so That all could be invited. And, and and if there are, if they survived, if if they endured somehow and they got taught this high technology, you know, heavenly stuff, you could say, if you believe the book of Enoch or not, but I'm just saying, like, there's stuff in there they could they can show you. Well, yeah, it says the angels came and they taught mankind how to do these um basically high technology things. It doesn't sound high technology now. Uh, metalworking and but wait wait a minute we're talking about meta materials right we're talking about metal crafts we're talking about things we don't know why how they're composed atomically uh i don't know now right something else is going on for sure and um it's a big mistake if we dismiss any of this stuff you know i, I understand it sounds like new agey right what we don't i understand but it doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. It doesn't necessarily mean it's not true. Like the rapture issue, just to, as an example, and I'll get right off this. But like I had to answer someone today, like uh, someone even said, was it Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy led earlier in the show. And then somebody on YouTube I replied to this morning from our sermon on Monday night about, I said, rapture 2030 at least. And the comment said, or never, like no rapture ever. Like, wait a second. There's a big difference between saying the rapture event is misunderstood. It's people are assigning it to the wrong point of the timeline, you know, prophetic timeline or the purpose of it. They don't understand. We don't we don't get what it's for. That's one thing. But saying it doesn't exist and it's it's made up. Is not true. Is it right? Do you see what I'm saying? There's a difference between saying we understand it wrongly or it's not how God actually said something versus it's not true at all. 
It is true. We just don't understand it correctly. Okay. I think I think that's I think that's where we're at. Right? We can't dismiss things as being false when they're actually true. We need more help from the Lord on it. Yep, you know, for sure. As Christians, we need to do a lot of soul searching. We gotta make sure we're open. We gotta make sure we're accommodating to other Christians who are having these things happen to them, maybe, or that they see. Um and they need to know there's a, you know, the church is on board. And by the way, the, the, the Bible is a supernatural book that defies conventional explanation all over the place. Right? It is, oh, well, that's the Bible. It's being poetic or whatever. No. Right? There's actual angels who had sex with women somehow produced offspring. There's actual uh, chariots of fire that take Elijah to heaven. There's there's actually virgin births. There's actually re- resurrections from the dead. Uh, there's actually water turned into wine. There's actually uh, food, you know, bread and fish is supernaturally reproduced. And on and on and on. There would be no Bible without that stuff. Even surviving in the in the the wilderness of Saudi Arabia and Jordan for forty years without their shoes wearing out. Right? We can't dismiss those things as nonsense, of course. We believe it's true. may not get it. We don't know how. But sometimes you don't need to know how. But accept that they're real, and we can minister in that. Um, let's see. Well, we got stories here. Hang on. This is good. Uh, Bond Servant says, I've had two instances of angelic visits in my life. Now, for those of you who don't know who's saying this, this is a extremely serious Christian lady who's all about the gospel and is totally transparent and credible. I've had two experiences of angelic visits in my life. One, I woke up from sleep, saw a man in white standing next to my bed. Then he just disappeared. I was not afraid at all, just surprised. I'll say, that's surprising. Man, I didn't know that, by the way. Second time, I was a courier and in a bad mesostorm in Minnesota. I don't know what that is, a meso storm. And had to stop at a convenience store to wait it out. It was so bad it was frightening. A young man walked up to me while watching out the window and da, 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 said, Don't worry, you will not hit floodwaters and we'll make it back home. I turned around to talk to him and he was gone, literally gone. Tornadic. Okay, like tornadoes. It was tornadic storming where uh, nowhere for him to go. I knew that it was the, the Lord sent me an angel for courage. Wow. Uh, and so in light of snap travel, yeah, I believe it. Like being there and being gone, it, it, either it's tra- right, either it's travel 
like one place to another, like, um, again, keeping it scriptural, like, uh, Philip, right? He's baptizing the Ethiopian in the river one time and boom, now he's in another city, literally miles away instantaneously. And we know God can do what he wants. He's not bound to anything. Same time, he does like to kind of tell us how he does things. Uh, and our faith, he says, can reproduce those things. So there's some kind of process. Um. So, yeah, there's that, right? Disappearing and reappearing in a whole other plate, like a wormhole, boom. Could be that. But that means the angel went somewhere else on the earth, right? If we're talking about dimensional travel, it, it, as far as I can, I could be wrong. My brain might be too small for this. But as far as I understand, um, that wouldn't require him to go anywhere. He would just, he's, it's in a dimension on top of where we are. It's, all, it's in the same place. Right, the the to say that there is right now we we uh, we exist in our terminology is we exist in three dimensions, right? Height, height, length, and width, and we have a fourth dimension we call time. That's what we can see and observe. That's what makes things three dimensional. A three D object has mass, weight. Right, we can measure it. That's what we know: how long, how high, how deep. And if, it, if there's a process of time where they go, you know, this time you're here, this time you're here. But if there's more dimensions that we can access or we can know about, if you can be, if you're a creature, a creation, um, basically it just means they can disappear, but they're still there. Now, to me, that makes me think of Hebrews and the great cloud of witnesses that are watching you. Does it mean they're up in the sky on a fluffy cloud with binoculars? Do you know what I'm saying? So if this um, other type of explanation is, is closer to the truth, then it's even weirder, and it's more mind-blowing than aliens. Um, and there has been, you know, serious thinkers almost 50 years ago, 50 years ago, um, saying these things. Um, so this whole idea of not extraterrestrial, but a crypto-terrestrial, in other words, another, um, other form of life, not human, but intelligent and living here or what we understand to be here, but invisible because they're in another dimension or just somewhere else on the planet. We can't get there. Um, Jacques Vallée, who I mentioned earlier, and J. Allen Hynek. J. J. Allen Hynek was 
Uh, he was a science scientific advisor to the UA, old UFO studies, like Project Blue Book and all these things. And if you ever saw the movie Closing Encounters of the Third Kind, first of all, he came up with that terminology, that guy. He invented that term. And he was the inspiration for the character, the French scientist character in the movie. That's very much based on this real person, Heineck. Um he and Jacques Vallée said in 1975, so this is written the year I was born, they've theorized that different quantum rules or vibration rates in more dimensions are intersecting with us. And that's the explanation for UFOs, for psychic phenomenon, uh, etc., and that's the theory is there's an actual you could call it another universe if you want, but it could just mean um, an intersection um, of other life forms. And what it says, different vibration rates that if you know what string theory is based on, that's what it's based on, which is that reality and all the dimensions of space and time are actually vibrating strings of straight like music it's crazy i mean it sounds absolutely ridiculous um but that's basically how the universe is constructed by god uh, when he says uh he's god spoke and said let there be light and there was light oh, uh, if you really dig in on that now you're talking about sound waves you're talking about actual vibrations in space um that create life create objects create the sun create the earth create us so just think about that kind of stuff um john keel one other thing and then i'm done john keel who is dead now um but he again was working on the 60s and 70s on this ufo stuff he was a writer he wrote the mothman prophecies book made that to a movie um did i mention this already i'm not sure Anyway, uh, he says he when he investigated them, and he says he abandoned the extraterrestrial hypothesis in 1967. He wrote this in 1970. I abandoned the extraterrestrial hypothesis in 1967 when my own field investigations disclosed an astonishing overlap between psychic phenomena and UFOs. The objects and apparitions do not necessarily originate on another planet and may not even exist as a permanent construction of matter. It is more likely, in his opinion, it is more likely what we see is what we want to see and interpret such visions according to our contemporary beliefs. And he would, so he's saying the phenomenon, whatever you want to call it, is real. UFOs are a real thing. Psychic phenomenon are a real thing. But um, as far as what we see, the evidence of it, like a flying saucer or like a alien body or like um, you name it, however they appear to you, maybe they appear like a devil or an evil spirit or a beautiful angel or whatever you think they look like. That's the point. He's saying there actually is an intelligence that has their own form, but they don't appear in their true form. They appear what you want them to appear like. So there's some, there's some kind of extra physical, call it what you want, connection there. If this theory is right, 
there's a there's a uh, connection with our brains or with our minds or with our something. There's interplay. There's a connection there, um, and that's kind of scary. More scary than you know aliens with you know flying saucers. Scary meaning I don't know what to do with that. Um. Anyways, that's he says that was in his book that he wrote that in was called Operation Trojan Horse, 1970. So he's he's conjecturing that anytime you see these things or they pop up, it's actually a um not a trick. In that it's not real. In that it's that. Um. Yeah. It's appearing different based on the observer, which is crazy and insane. But guess what? That's exactly what physics says is reality, that the observer affects what's being observed. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. All right. Uh, I see Jeremy has a couple other comments. Let's get to that before we close out and ask for any of your input right now please again if you're new if you just started watching or listening please share this right now share this right now hit the share button what's the big deal if you want to support our ministry please do so we don't we don't have any budget okay we depend 100% on your offerings and your gifts and time excuse me wingsoftheeagle.com slash donate we need your help it's true there's no church or anything else doing this. It's just us Christians who think it's worthwhile and following God. Um, okay, I don't want to talk about the rapture. Um, when I was 10 years old, Jeremy says, I was healed in Jesus' name. Amen. God touched me and pulled my sickness out of my ear canal. So I'm a firm believer. Praise the Lord, brother. God is all kinds of awesome healings, right? Thank God for you. Uh, what are holding demons to this earth? Okay, we can talk about this for a long time. There is no escape for spirits. Nothing can get past the firmament or something. Okay, now hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If again, if we want to be scriptural, thank you, Sarah. Or if we want to be scriptural, demons are disembodied spirits of what the fallen angels created in Genesis 6. If you're talking Enoch here, he, this is just plainly said that demons are the spirits of the Nephilim, the ones who were created by angels and women in Genesis 6. Those are demons. That's where they came from. They're not, I mean, God won't accept them in heaven. Basically. That's why they're bound to the earth. And heaven, not meaning the stars, meaning his presence, right? Abraham and the rich man in, in Luke's gospel. There's both are dead, but they're both in different places. Sheol, basically, okay, the place of the dead, the one that he's always begging for water because he can't ever get quenched. 
versus Abraham's bosom, it's called, right? This is where the saints are, where God's righteous are. Even the poor Lazarus man who died you know, without anything now all of a sudden has everything. Basically, that's heaven versus Sheol on the other side. Okay, so there are spirits in both places, but you can't cross. That's the board. When you say there's nothing holding demons to the earth. Wow. How did I get that super cool effect there? Uh, a big like thumb popped up. Was that, was that somebody who did that? Somebody tell me. Um, <laughs> that was wild. Um. So right, so it's there's bound and bound to Sheol. You can't go anywhere uh, to get out. And it's uh, Jesus would address this by saying they seek someone to go into a human body because they used to be in one. That's a paraphrase, but they seek relief from this this dry place. He says, right? The Old Testament says, or Luke says it one way. Excuse me, when Jesus tells us that, but. Without a parable or anything, he just says they just go around seeking. They're in dry places and seeking relief. So that's why they want to inhabit people's bodies. So demons aren't flying around in spaceships. In fact, they aren't. All we know is they're in the place of the dead. There it is again. Who gave me that thumbs up? Crazy. Um, they can maybe that's the Lord saying, Yeah, you're right on. I don't know. Uh, so it's not that there's no escape, it's just like it's the place of the dead, and all they can do is try to inhabit human bodies. So it's got nothing to do with the firmament, okay? Uh, frequencies have effect on the earth's harp. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't understand that. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, yes, there's things we don't, frequencies, yes, sounds, sound waves, the frequencies of, um, we're talking about hertz, right? Gigahertz, megahertz. We're just starting to understand those things. Um, and yet, all these phenomenon are related to that. God's endorsement. Yeah. Seriously, did someone hit the like button there those two times? I got a I got a new mystery to solve. Um I, the boy that's I feel so bad for the audio people. You're listening on Spotify or or Apple Podcasts or whatever and you're, you're hearing about this you're like what is he saying? Uh Sarah's asking, "Hello Sarah, by the way. Nice to meet you." Have you ever heard of L.A. Marzulli? Yes. Yes. Um, I know some people are big fans of his. I am not really. Uh, I know he's a believer, I believe. Um, he talks about all this very similar. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been several years uh, since I read his stuff but uh, or listened to him. But, um, uh, yeah. He's been a little too fringy for me. Like, there, Christians who talk about this are very rare, and and in a serious way, not trying to sell a book. 
right? Or make money from it. But really, because we're concerned, I'm concerned about the church. I'm concerned about me. I'm concerned about my loved ones. I'm concerned about you all. Um, if we're going to see things we can't comprehend and we're going to get it wrong and mislead people and may, God forbid, turn from the faith or have others turn from the faith because of our ignorance or our apathy or our incorrectness. Uh, there, yes, he is a believer. He came to our church years ago, talked about it. Yep. He has been consistent, okay, over the years, for sure, in this in this area. Uh, he's always been into it, no doubt. Yep. Remember his curly blonde hair? <laughs> uh, I think it was blonde. Anyways, yeah, I'm familiar. Anyway, what I was trying to say was, when you get kind of into this... Um, area um and have to keep coming up with new stuff to sit you know what i mean not that they're greedy or whatever but you kind of get sucked into the the group think on it right everyone has the same opinions basically um they're demons period okay not disagreeing but i need evidence I need more than circumstances. I need to you to show me the scripture where only, and even the word demon is false. It can't be a demon. We just said that. Fallen angels. Okay, fine. Who's to say fallen angels can leave heaven right now? I don't know. Show me the scripture. I, I, I'm, I just want to know so I can base it on something. Can they come and go as they please? Still? After Genesis 6? All, the only thing we see after that biblically is Satan himself is allowed to go to the earth. In Job, um, even in Mark, Matthew 4 and Luke 4, when he tempted the Lord. But then after that, I mean, his physical, uh, like his actual body, is nowhere to be seen except for heaven. Revelation 12. You know, he's mentioned as the prince of the power of the air, so something higher. Again, don't necessarily think physically higher. Um, Like the firmament or the stars, but there's some kind of what they call, what Paul would call the second heaven, because he says he was taken to the third heaven, so that's why I say second heaven. Mid-heaven, Revelation says mid-heaven. There's this space in between where God is and where we are, where Angels fight and stuff. Daniel 10. Um, the whole the idea of a principality of, of watchers. Um, there's watchers. Watchers over the nations. That's what they were assigned to do. Right, if you want to read the Psalms, if you want to read the like Deuteronomy in certain ways, and the uh, Genesis ten, and even you know the New Testament, where Paul talks about these things, the principalities and powers and dominions and thrones, and stuff like they have responsibilities that aren't just random things. So there's there's actual entities, there are beings. You call them angels if you want to, assigned over different geographical areas, at least in the Bible world, the Middle Eastern world. We know that's true. 
does it extend to every country in the world? I don't know. Does the United States, for example, have a watcher over it? Does it have a principality over it? I don't know that. And frankly, which United States? Does it include Alaska and Hawaii? Does it include Puerto Rico? Did it include all the way to California before California was a state? What about when the Native Americans were here? Like, where's the border? Why do you say United? Why can't it be North America? What, what we call from, you know, the Arctic Circle to the Panama Canal. Maybe that's one principality. I don't know. But without the Bible, that's where we run into, which is a lot of I don't knows. And you can't prove it. Um, but we know the idea of uh, angelic or whatever, you know, supernatural creatures over nations is a thing and they can fight. We see that in Daniel 10. They fight and they disagree. And God gives them latitude and leeway. In Psalms, that's why he's so angry. He's like, you failed. You failed to dispense justice. That's your job. And yet, you know, look at how how lawless everything is and how people hate the true God. You had yourselves worshipped as gods, which was not my intention. The gods of the nations are actually these, you know, principality things. Um, is that the case? Is that what we're looking at? Why the fight? Maybe they're fighting. Who's fighting who? Is any of them on God's side? Are there third parties? Do you have to be with the devil to in being at Skinwalker Ranch? Right? Things like that. <sighs> Um, is that where spiritual battles happen? Yeah, I think so. I mean, in Daniel, it sure was, right? He said he was in prayer for 21 weeks. He was in mourning. He was sackcloth and ashes. And uh, the angel's like, yeah, I couldn't get to you. God sent me immediately, immediately, but I couldn't get here for three day, weeks, 21 days, um, because the prince of Persia was there and the prince of Yavin were, right? Like, what? Yeah, there's, there's this is why our prayers sometimes are delayed, apparently. Our answers. Um, there's actual warfare going. Yes, when you can feel spiritual warfare over your situation, or that's probably what it is. There's an actual battle happening. Jesus references guardian angels over little ones, if understood correctly, makes the case for spiritual warfare literally. Well, it says the, the face of these little ones has, what does it say? Um, their angels have their have the face of their father or have the attention of the father at all times. That's where the idea of a guardian angel comes from. Whether that means each individual believer or each child, like each human has, I don't know. But something in there. If Jesus says it, we know it's true, right? God says we know it's true. So, okay, something's in there. Maybe they're only children of Israel. Or maybe when we come to faith, we get assigned one. But what if you're born with one? Like, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. Anyway, so th what was this stuff, this UFO, UAP, psychic incidents thing it could be all part of this it could be but there could be more right there are more creatures 
uh, we only get glimpses of, or maybe we don't know about at all. Maybe they're the ones doing this. Maybe God is maybe God is behind it all. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to allow this uh, area to be very, you know, they can do whatever they want here. I don't know. We shall see. Anyway, I recommend Skinwalker Ranch on your own time. Go read about it. It's very bizarre. Um, and but a lot of things happen to a lot of different folks over a long period of time. And many of them now are documented with actual instruments and data. And um, it's it's real. Wherever it's coming from or wherever the, the answered revelation of it is, it's for real. Um, so I'm going to continue to watch the show uh, and see what else is documented and uh, go from there. But I just wanted to let you know that apparently, whether we like it or not, it's part of this whole story. It's part of this whole understanding. If we're really setting out to understand and what God is doing, um, this is a part of it. And we can't separate it out from things flying around after Air Force, you know, or Navy folks off the coast of America. It's actually way more involved and personal, it seems. It does say I uh, bond servant says it does say that I has not seen nor ear has heard the things that God has in store for those who love Him. Yep. So something's unseen and, and unheard and unknown. There's some kind of new stuff that God has in store. So we will get our answers eventually. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. This is good. We've gone on too long here. Um, Christopher Manta, your brother in Christ. Again, if if it fits you, if you have a experience with a ufo or something else unexplainable and you want to tell a fellow christian about it and just have a like a safe space to you know notify someone please use the form at unsealedpodcast.com bottom of the page and again support us if you enjoy this program help us keep coming to you that's not a joke it's not an exaggeration there is no money in this it's you the church being the church together. So if, if this is worthwhile, if this is from the Lord, then support it. Pray and do it. Wings of the Eagle.com slash donate. I thank you. Love you all so much. Sorry if this was a bit scattershot today. But uh Lord willing, we'll be back again next next week or whenever. Uh with more unsealed. And until then, the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you that everlasting or unknowable even. Shalom that passes all understanding. Okay, till next time. Wings of the Eagle, unsealed. To hear previous episodes, to obtain resources, and to support this ministry, visit unsealedpodcast.com. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved.